to snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws caught. Foles, touchdown. He goes. It's Hester. Inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a great week this week. Lots of action-packed, probably historically, um, action. Just (laughs) back-to-back-to-back games. Unbelievable comebacks this week. I mean, we had some Saturday games, too, which we forgot to mention on the last show. But um, thank God that, you know, Ben made the script and kind of, you know, gave us a little note that it was on Saturday. So, you know, we have that to read off to you guys. But speaking of Saturday games, before we dive into anything, can we talk about how awesome that comeback was for the Vikings? Like, unbelievable. No, that was for those who don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, the Colts played the Vikings. Um, The Colts dropped 33-0 at one point, and somehow Mm -hmm. the Vikings came back and uh, won that game. But uh, I'm 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 gonna be honest. I'm a little selfish here. Um, that was not the highlight of my weekend. I sure hope it wasn't the highlight oh, yeah. of your weekend. <laughs> yeah, you want to go ahead and explain your experience, your first NFL regular season game experience. Regular season game. Oh, okay. Yes. Again, for those who don't know what we're talking about, um, me, Ryan, uh, my girlfriend, and one of our friends, um, we went to see the Bears versus the Eagles this past weekend. Oh. It was a whole lot of fun, and, and honestly, don't get me wrong, the game was a lot of fun. I enjoyed watching it. Um, it was cold outside, but my biggest takeaway was the fans there, and, and it, they were awesome. Eagles fans, Bears fans, both alike. Um, all, all the people there were were lots and lots of fun. It was just a, it was a fun game to talk to, and it was fun being able to trash talk you uh, live, like in person and back and forth. I. Uh, I enjoyed it. We had some good seats, so yeah. it was a fun game to watch. But, yeah, definitely uh, couldn't feel my toes there at the end of the game. <laughs> that couldn't have ended better for both of us, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good game all the way through. We could have trash-talked all the way through, back and forth, banter. So much fun between fans, like you said. Um, you know, we were trash-talking fans around us. Um, I got to see firsthand the, you know, the Eagles chant. Um, you know, even though it was against my team, it was still pretty cool to see, see another, another team's culture. Because I mean, when, when other teams come to Chicago, it's not like the way that Philly is represented. Philly was completely relentless with that. There was a lot of green in the stands, but what I will say, um, I mean, electric performances from both sides. I mean, you know, the Eagles, I mean, you know, they had a couple downsides, honestly. And something that I wasn't expecting was the amount of turnovers that happened just in the game in general. But like, you know, it was freezing out. And then I think that played a huge part of it. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I'm really happy that Jonathan was able to go to us too. Shout out Jonathan, because 
um, you know, he was a Bears fan and I had somebody to high five, you know, that I knew instead of just a couple of, you know, angry Eagles fans at the end of the, the touchdown plays. <laughs> um, one of my favorite highlights of that game was that Justin Fields deep run, even though he yep. stepped out of bounds. I went back and watched that on the broadcast and like they called him Superman, right? Which, yep. if you recall, a few years ago, they called Cam Newton Superman. And I'm just like, if we have anything close to the Cam Newton in his prime, maybe even a little bit better than that, be I'm sold. I'm sold. So I'm not going to go into it too deep with that because I want to get into overreactions later. But, man, what a game. I, and then It was. We, he, we played he, it off broke, so, so good too, afterwards. I, right. I've never done that. So, like, okay, first off, let me just say this. If you take a train to go to the Bears game, and you're waiting on your train, don't stay by the station. Go and get a coffee and stop at a cafe in a local business. Support the local business. Just chill in there and warm up because fun. God it knows it's pretty cold. Lord. Yeah, especially next weekend. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if any Bears fans are listening, um, but I think it was like Spoken Bird Cafe is, is where we ended up. Yeah. Um, and it was yeah. good. It was, it, it was nice to, to again, get inside and, and – get a little feeling back in those toes <laughs> that's for sure yeah. so um yeah no definitely a, a great time i want to say this even though my bears lost that was probably one of if not the top experience nah i'll say it's top three and it's and yeah. it's because <laughs> it is. um so my first bears game was awesome we killed the lions and that was with my dad and i'll always remember that so that's probably number one but it's competing for number two with that Bears-Packers game. And the Bears-Packers game was a lot of fun. But, like, I mean, this was the the most entertaining, fun loss that I've ever been a part of because even Bears fans around me were like, oh, it's okay. We got the second overall pick on lock. Like, it's all right. So it's going to be good. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and go into weekly review really quick. Um, so just to recap as well. Um, so the 49ers beat the Seahawks 21-13. The Vikings beat the Colts 39-36. Browns beat the Ravens 13-3. Bills beat the Dolphins 32-29. Eagles beat the Bears 25-20. Lions beat the Jets 20-17. Steelers beat the Panthers 24-16. The Chiefs beat the Texans in overtime 30-24. What's going on with the Texans, man? Uh, Saints beat the Falcons 21-18. Jaguars beat the Cowboys 40-34. Broncos beat the Cardinals 24-15. Raiders beat the Patriots 30-24. Chargers beat the Titans 17-14. Bengals beat the Buccaneers 34-23. Giants beat the Commanders 20-12. And then the Packers beat the Rams 24-12. Um, that was, that Monday Night Football game was not good, by the way. Uh, just they never, the, the, These Thursday and Monday Night games... I've just been very disappointing this year. I think we were spoiled last year. Honestly, those yeah, primetime yeah. games last year, they were game of the year candidates every single time. So, I don't know. But um, as far as the news, Jalen Hurts, is he's it's a sprained shoulder injury. Um, it's not too serious, but he will be out this week. Um, Nick Foles is going to start in Indianapolis, so that's something to watch. Uh, BD Nick. Um Sammy oh, yeah. Watkins signs with the Ravens. Um, ah, he really did put this. So, yeah, the whole Bears team pretty much is hurt. Um, <laughs> so It was like six injuries that game. It was wild. I did. I, I had to because yeah. usually usually minor injuries 
No offense to Bears fans, I don't want to say they're minor players, but minor players, we usually don't talk about injuries, but, like, it was bad. Yeah, no, it was, and and luckily as well, um, a little update on Tevin Jenkins, his injury is not serious. Like, I mean, it is serious, but, like, it's not, like, life-threatening or career-threatening. He will be back, Um, but it is a neck injury, and it will be treated as such. He, I believe he was treated for it. I think he had surgery on it and everything. Everything's all good. Um, but, um, I, I don't expect him to return this season. Um, honestly, I mean, just rest up at this point, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but like in terms of the season, it doesn't matter. Um, just keep Justin Fields safe. And even, even so I talked to Jonathan about it during game day. I mean, as much as it sucks and it'll make the bears pretty much unwatchable, you got to think about sitting fields. And I mean, the, the thing is, He's went on a steady like inc- uh, incline this whole entire season, right? Like he started not so hot, and then he just started going up and up and up, and then now he's playing at a pretty reasonable level, um, considering all the passes and everything that he's been able to throw in the time under the pocket and everything like that. He's a pretty serviceable quarterback, um, which leads me to my next point. It doesn't mean that you should sacrifice that at a career-ending injury potentially in a you know, BS part of the season. So I don't yep. think that uh, it's worth it really. But um, yeah. And then other than that, Jack Sanborn, um, he was put on the IR. His season's over, unfortunately. Um, that sucks. He was doing really good. A name that we really like to, you know, listen for. Um, dare I say, I mean, he was filling that spot for Roquan pretty well. Um, he did. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people are saying like, oh, you know, it's really hard. It's going to be really hard to replace Roquan. But like he did a pretty solid job stepping in. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do next year. Um, I'm not really all too eager to look at a replacement, honestly, looking into next year. You've got other holes to fill. So, um, you know, I, I definitely which, by the way, speaking of the offseason, we have to we have to do that. I will make another next offseason epi- thing next, <laughs> next episode. episode. We'll and see, it's great because we'll have another we'll have another guest on next episode for them to uh, for you to bounce your ideas off of and get the reaction of another Bears fan. Not gonna yeah. throw that out yet, but and it's gonna be realistic. Um, it's not gonna be like the perfect off season because odds are we're not gonna get every A list offensive lineman that's available. Um, <laughs> oh, like but... you were trying to say last week, Elton. Jenkins. Oh my god! But could you imagine, dude? Like. <laughs> That all lot. Elton Jenkins and Orlando Brown. That's one way to Orlando Brown, Elton Jenkins, uh, Jack Conklin, um, and then Tevin Jenkins and Cody Whitehair would be our offensive line. I want to say that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that would have been a, I mean, that's a good offensive line. Um, But, anyways, yeah. So, next up and last but not least, um, the Pro Bowl teams are revealed. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and list them and then. we're gonna we're gonna talk about it later, I think. Unless you want to talk about it now, you want to talk about it now. Yeah, I was gonna talk about it now. Yeah. So quarterback uh, Jalen Hurts, obviously. Um, Saquon Barkley at running back. Um, do you know how to pronounce his last name? Kyle Juz Juz. Oh, uh, yeah. Duh, the, duh. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Fullback, the fullback for the 49ers, You know. Oh, uh, Kyle. Uh, use uh, use use check use check. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, AJ Brown, George Kittle, Trent Williams, 
Zach Martin, Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson, and Lane Johnson. And then Nick Boza, Aaron Donald, Jonathan Allen, Brian Burns, Micah Parsons, Fred Warner, Zedarius Smith, Darius Clay, Quandre Diggs, Buda Baker, Trayvon Diggs, Jason Myers, Tress Way, Gavante Turpin. Oh, that's so cool that Turpin made it. Anyways, yeah. Um, Jeremy Reeves and then Andrew De, uh, DePaula um, rounded out the NFC. And then in the AFC, Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb, Patrick Ricard. Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, uh, Laramie Tunsil, J- Joel Batonio. Uh, J- wow, that sounded stupid. Joel Batonio, uh, Creed Humphrey, Quentin Nelson, um, Teron Armstead, and then Miles Garrett, Chris Jones, Quentin William, Max Crosby. Love to see it. I love Max Crosby. Rooting for him. Uh, Matt Judon, Roquan Smith. Go figure. R- Khalil Mack. Go figure. Um, Sauce Gardner. Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin James, Patrick Sertan II, Justin Tucker, Tommy Townsend, um, Devin Duvernay, Justin Hardy, and Morgan Cox rounds out the AFC. Um, I'll be completely honest with you, and and we talked about this briefly together. Um, Props to the players for making it, but I am just not interested (laughs) at all. I'm I'm far more interested this year than years past. Because the games were just so soft the last couple of years because the players don't want to get hurt, people don't want to get tackled and stuff. So they switched it to flag. So hopefully people will be, you know, will play a little bit harder. But now they're putting more emphasis on like the outside events, like the dodgeball and stuff. Like I, I love that stuff. That stuff is so yeah. fun to watch. Dodgeball is cool, but it's like the one thing, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I don't well, know. The last the, few they, years. They have, they have the obstacle course now, which was fun to watch. And they had a, they had the catch, the best catch. That was fun to watch. Um, yeah. They had the world's fastest man, whatever. That was really fun to watch as well. So I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it the last few years, the little events, the game was, was boring, but, now that they're putting yeah. the like emphasis on the events, um, I'm all for it. But yeah, um, no. yeah, I mean, there were a few other things I did want to touch on this, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, I, I know I sent this to you guys. The quarterback list made me laugh. It like it made me chuckle seeing the guys like posted head to head because again, like you said, the starting quarterbacks are Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, which one of those two guys are going to be your MVP, so it makes sense. Um, but then it's Geno Smith. If one of them's not in the, the, the playoffs. Well, the, uh, I'm saying like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking about just like MVPs of the season. Yeah. Um, but yes. And then um, if, hey, maybe both will be on the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, it's a possibility. Yes. And then and then it was Geno Smith versus Josh Allen <laughs> and Joe Burrow versus Kirk Cousins. The AFC mm. absolutely swaps the NFC. <laughs> When oh, it comes yeah. to um to um quarterbacks, and then the other two things I did want to point out too, I pointed out to you guys, um, including the uh, like the other players on the Pro Bowl, and then the Pro Bowl alternates, um, the entire Eagles offensive and defensive line is in the Pro Bowl, which um is quite unique. I wonder if that has ever happened before. I I, I don't know, um, yeah. but then there were like four big players that didn't make the Pro Bowl. Um, as starters or reserves, that kind of shocked me a little bit. Um, one I mentioned to you guys, um, again, he made it, um, as a reserve, but he didn't make it as a, or he made it as an alternate, but he didn't make it as a starter reserve was Javon Hargrave. 
the reason that shocks me is the dude led the NFL in uh, defensive tackle, like Pro Bowl votes, but yet he didn't make it. And then um, going off that, Portua led the NFL in all of the votes for um, uh, for fan votes, and he didn't make it either. I don't – I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, you can't put him in front of the guys like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow, but I'm a little questioned – uh, but but these two guys were the guys who really shocked me. Um, was Austin Eckler and CMC didn't make it either, which yeah. I mean those two guys are two of the top five backs in all of the NFL. Um, and honestly, I'd take both of them over Saquon right now. Um, yeah. It just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that those guys got snubbed. But oh well. Yeah. So next up, uh, we're gonna look at the playoffs. Um, and then after that, I kind of want to give a little nudge to the top five because, um, you should, I mean, for me, I, I'm, I'm constantly looking at the draft order and I think that we should take a look at that just because we've got a couple teams that are fighting for a top three pick. Um, so, and I'm not going to highlight the whole draft, but I'm just going to highlight like the top five and I want to try and do this every week. So we'll see. Um, but as far as the playoff picture, um, which I mean, We've got some clinches. Um, the Eagles have number one. Uh, they clinch the playoff berth. The Vikings are number two. They clinch the division. The 49ers are number three, clinch the division. And then the Cowboys are number five. They clinch the division or the uh, playoffs. Um, and then let's see. The Bills are number one in the AFC. They clinch the playoffs. And then the Chiefs are number two. They clinch the division. Um, so there's five playoffs versus, berths available in the AFC. And then there's three in the NFC. In the hunt in the NFC, Buccaneers, Giants, and Commanders. And then on the bubble, Seahawks, Lions, Packers, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. In the hunt in the AFC, which, I mean, we knew it was going to be close. Bengals, Titans, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins. On the bubble, Patriots, Jets, Jaguars, Raiders, Browns, Steelers, and Colts. Eliminated the Texans, Bears, Broncos, Rams, and Cardinals. So... Uh, you called it in the offseason, man. These Cardinals are buns. But, um, you know, who uh, who knows? But um, let me share my screen really quick so I can kind of visualize this for other people as well. Um, but overall, I mean, we look at the teams that are, that are in the hunt, right? The Buccaneers, they could be bounced at any time. Um, I mean, they're, okay. their division's super close. Um, they've got a one-game lead over the Panthers, the Saints, and the Falcons. If I'm Matt, I mean, why not make the playoffs? Um, so, fingers crossed for Matt. As far as the Giants go, um, the Giants are frauds. I'm sorry. They had a hot streak in the in the early stage of the, of the season, but just not good. Um, the Commanders, I could see kind of falling out of their groove, and so as a result, I think that they are um, at risk. So uh, any of any three of these teams are at risk, but the Buccaneers are are I think in the danger zone the most, um, strictly because I mean you know the Giants have eight wins, the Commanders have seven, um, so it's it's obviously between the Bucks and the the Commanders, but um, you've got the Seahawks at seven wins and the Lions at seven wins, which by the way the Lions I mean what a hot streak I think they're six and one in their last seven matchups, pretty good start. Um, and then you got the Packers. I mean, you know, you can't help but, you know, nod your nod your head at that. I mean, 
The thing is, they're kind of running it a little bit. Um, we'll see what they can do in Miami this week um, just to see. I mean, because Miami is also at number seven, kind of at risk. Um, so, you know, but then you also, like I said, the Panthers and the Saints can totally do it. Um, the Falcons as well at five and nine. So just to keep an uh, eye on that in the NFC, but the AFC, like we said in the preseason, this is a pretty, pretty close race. Um, you know, the Bengals, um, Titans, Ravens, Chargers, and Dolphins have yet to clinch that playoff spot. As a result, I mean, Patriots, I personally don't see them making it, but I mean, they can always kind of sneak in. My Bears have done it once. It's not out of the ordinary. Um, then you have the Jets, whose defense is pretty good, but they just need to stay healthy. Quinn and Williams is kind of banged up, so keep an eye on that especially. Um, then you have the Jaguars, which one game behind the Jets, and they're playing this week, so that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, Raiders, I mean, 6-8. and eight, um, They've kind of peaked up a little bit. Um, the, the beginning of the season was a little rough for them. They couldn't finish a game, but, um, I mean, they lucked out this past week against the Patriots, so that was good. Um, the Browns, I mean, they're still in it somehow. Um, the Deshaun Watson, I mean, getting his first home win and everything, that's good to see. Um, they're going up against the Saints this week. We'll see if that happens. To be honest with you, I'm rooting against them to see if my Bears can maybe face them later on next year um, when the four seeds, and or not the four seeds, but fourth place division holders go up against each other. Um, the Steelers, I mean, Again, another team that I think is doing pretty solid, but I don't see making the playoffs. The quarterback situation needs figured out. I'm not sold on Kenny Pickett at all. Um, and then the Colts, I mean, this is a disaster of they're a team. They're, um, they're done. <laughs> they're done, yeah. So, um, if, I had I to, if I had to guess, um, if you want to scroll down on the um, AFC side, um, the in, in, in the hunt for the AFC for me, yeah. If I had to guess, the the Jaguars and the Jets end up finding their way in there um, because the the Jaguars are one game behind the Titans now for that division. Um, They're they're one game out from the Titans there in that division. I don't know who holds. Um, The Jaguars either hold the tiebreaker Mm -hmm. or it's a tie and neither of them do. Um, That being said, I think the Jaguars sneak in because I think they end up winning that division. And I think the Jets end up sneaking in there as well. And then on the uh, AFC or on the NFC side, I, th- I think the only team that ends up sneaking in and out of that list is probably the Lions. Yep. yep. Maybe the Panthers, just because that division is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they're one game back from the uh, Bucks. And so yeah. they might get a spot just because that division is so gosh darn bad. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, the Seahawks, I mean, Dare I say they're on a little bit of a sl- you know slippery slope? I don't yeah know how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, no, the Lions definitely watch out for them. Um, when we get into overreactions after this, I, I have a little bit of something to say about them. But moving on to our draft order, um, the Texans are obviously number one. Um, I mean, nothing really changed there. The Bears had number three, but they leapfrogged over the Seahawks. After the Broncos went over the Cardinals, keep in mind the uh, the Seahawks have the Broncos pick um, this year after the Russell Wilson trade, which, by the way, might go down as one of the biggest fleeces in NFL history. Yes. Um, so then you go to the Seahawks at three, um, which, I mean, you could potentially see them fall a little bit farther as well. They're playing against the Rams, um, which takes me to my next 
pick uh, the Lions, who um, have the Rams' first first round pick this year after the Matthew Stafford trade. Um, dare I say? Okay, I was looking at this list. Dare I say it would be smart for the Lions to trade out of this one? I mean, their next we'll see, pick, we'll see what's on the board, but their next pick is number eighteen. I mean. They could trade up or they could trade down. I would say trade I, down, obviously. I yeah, honestly, honestly. Where, where they're at, if you want to scroll down just a little bit more, I think it's pick nine, eight. That's what I'm looking for. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at, at the end of the year, if because right now, if the, Panker, if the Panthers end up picking at like the 10th or eight range, that mm-hmm. QB number two, which in my opinion is not CJ Stroud, but that, but that QB number Price two is not going to be on the board mm-hmm. um, there. So I would not be surprised because, again, the top three picks are going to be Bryce Young and then Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, and no, those two could be switched out. That yeah. fourth pick right there is going to be where the Lions hold. They could definitely trade back, and the Panthers could trade up and get their guy, which I hope it's Will Levis. But, yeah, you know. You can also see, I mean, if the Lions want – oh, man, this is horrifying. Imagine the Lions want a pair – Will Anderson with Aiden Hutchinson. That'd be so and much fun. They just trade up to number two because screw it, why not? They give the Bears uh, number four and uh, what is that? Number, what did I say? 17, they had? I think. 18. 18. Yeah. Number four and number 18. That would be a fleece move up two spots. So, you get two first <laughs> um, well, obviously there'd be yeah, more involved, yeah, yeah. but like, you know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the Bears would would get that, and then let's say that the Bears get like Jalen Carter, like at four. oh Jalen Carter's not going. I, I, I promise. I'd say that Jalen Carter would be at number three, but like there's it, a chance yeah. he falls to four. Especially I can't wait to start making C- it. If, if the Seahawks are there at four, I promise you, there's no chance in the world that he's getting past because the Seahawks yeah. run defense is awful. <laughs> So, but again, who knows that that Seahawks, as you said before, they don't own that pick. It's the Broncos mm-hmm. pick. They very well could like. I don't think they're going to be at three when the season is all over. The um, Lions might move up. That's what I'm saying. I think the Lions will probably end up being at at three. The Cardinals probably at four, and then the Seahawks mm-hmm. at five would be my guess. So, if I'm Green Bay, I need to change my pants because I just pooped them. Um. <laughs> anyways, so. Let's go ahead and move on to overreactions. Um, I need to change that up really quick. What would that be? Week 15? Um, so, my number one, I mean, we're going to stay on topic. The Lions are playoff threats, not oh, yeah. just contenders for a spot. Um, they can knock somebody out of the first round. I mean, you know, you look at the teams that are in it, you know, let me let me pull this back up. Um Let's see. Yeah, so let's pull this back up really quick. Um, I guess I can share my screen again because why not? Um, So that would be a Vikings and Lions matchup there. And that's honestly what I was going to say. That would be a lot of fun. If they get seven, six would be what? That would be three? Six and three? Niners, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, at that point, I don't think the Lions would beat the Niners, but I mean, heck, with Purdy, who knows? But I mean, the Vikings could very well get bounced in the first round if they play the Lions. I'm scared if I'm the if I'm the Vikings. Any team um, playing the Lions is a bit scary. 
Yeah, so I think that they're playoff threats. Um, you know, I not just contenders for a spot. I think they're threats. Um, I don't see them going to like the NFC Championship. I could see them going to the, the divisional round and then getting smoked in the divisional round by whoever's going to, you know, contend for an NFC Championship. Um, but which leads me to my next overreaction: um, the Cowboys and Vikings are still frauds. Like. You know, I and and people want to say like you know, and and as soon as the the game ended, I had your voice in the back of my head. When the Vikings game ended, it was <laughs> good teams find a way to win that game, right? They're a good team; they found a way to win that game, but it <laughs> okay, was against the Colts. That's like, not okay. When I say good teams find a way to win, I. <laughs> Not I am not referring. I, I, yeah, I, I am not referring to a thirty-three to zero comeback oh victory against the Colts. Uh, mean, oh, it's just, it's just nasty, man. Yeah. I mean, that is just so. Yeah, I mean, who knows there? Um, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence are the real deal on their respective teams, and I think that it's um, proven that. I think. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I I don't think that this is really an overreaction. I think this is just a solid take in general. I think these two franchises found their guy. Um, and you know what? It feels good to say. I've said it on multiple episodes. Dang it, this feels great. Um, last but not least, Patrick Mahomes is going to steal the MVP. Um, Jalen Hurts got hurt. Literally just because he got hurt. And and it's, it's, it's so aggravating. Oh, Because so he was a clear we'll front runner, man. We'll see. He was a contender for sure. Um, well, you know. no, absolutely, absolutely. It just, uh, yeah. it's 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 such a shame because I I, I think he would have won it. But now the issue too is he's he's not going to play against the Cowboys, and if if we get some Minshew mania there, oh, then yeah. he has no need to play because um, I should have brought it up in that playoff picture. If the Eagles win one of their next three games, or the Niners or Vikings lose one of their next three games. Yeah. Then they have the number one seed, and right now, that's currently um, the NFL.com has them at a ninety-nine percent chance of locking that number one seed up. And as soon mm. as they lock that number one seed up, Jalen Hurts isn't going to be playing anymore. So he's yeah. going to miss this game. And even if he comes back against the Saints, he has one game left, and then he's going to miss the next one. I it just it, it's tough to um, make the argument that he deserves it. I will still be making the argument, even if he misses the next three games, but still it's a shame. So you can't deny that there's a little bit of bias there. That's okay. Well, for sure. For sure. So, So, um, yeah, but like right off, uh, your second to last point, like that Jeff Saturday hire is even worse than what, anyone would have thought it was yeah like no no one going into it thought it was gonna be a good hire um but <laughs> boy after that game <laughs> it was not very good yeah, i just yeah. I, and you got a feel for matt ryan too man yeah no i mean oh this guy's never gonna live it down man i would just retire you know just forget it <laughs> you know i'm gonna hang it up and, sure? and to be honest with you, I fault the defense to a certain extent as well. Like a lot, no, actually. Sure. Absolutely. But, and I, and I feel for him, especially because of that, because it's like, dang it, like this was purely on the defense. And then there was a little bit of mistakes. I mean, yeah, it's Matt Ryan. He's getting a little old. He hasn't had the best season of his life. 
but dang it like you know <laughs> it's just one of those i don't know you got any more overreactions yeah i got uh, three more for you i know the cowboys will always find a way to cowboy <laughs> they they it goes through a cycle and fans are like well this is our year and then they heat up and fans are really like this is our year and then they lose so yeah. the cowboys will always find a way to to cowboy and for those who don't know what I'm again, Ryan read the recap to you, but at one point the Cowboys were ahead um, by 17 points against the Jaguars, and T Law came back and won that game. Um, Baker is right back to being Baker as well. Um, yep. He played against the Packers. He threw it 21 times, completed it 12 times uh, for 111 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He just very uninspiring performance from him. Um, but then the last one, I saved this one for last because um, I'd like to to get your opinion on this one, is more so than any other year, the refs just seem just awful. I mean, there's always bad calls. And, and it's what we said like 10 weeks ago. There's always bad calls. But just this year, it seems like they're happening way more than, than any other season. And like when you go to review to see if a play is a touchdown, I mean, everyone knew it. Freaking Stevie Wonders knew that wasn't a touchdown, okay? He, he stepped his foot. Like, um, his foot was clearly out of bounds on the touchdown, um, the Raiders game versus the Patriots. Uh, and they reviewed it. Somehow they still ruled the touchdown. Uh, but the other one, too, was I, – I don't know. Did you see the Terry McLaurin stuff? Yeah, the pass interference. Oh, uh, well, that. But um, he he walked up to the line, and, and you as a wide receiver know this. You look at the ref, and you give him a thumbs up to say, hey, I'm on the line. The ref says – yeah, you're on the line, or no, you need mm-hmm. to scoot up. So Terry walks up and gives a thumbs up to the ref, and the ref goes, yeah, you're on the line. And then there's a motion, and Terry looks back at the ref, gives the ref a thumbs up, and he goes, yep, yep, nope, you're on the line. And then as soon as the ball was snapped, that same ref he looked to twice threw the flag and said there wasn't enough guys on the line of scrimmage, and Terry McLaurin needed to scoot up. I... I- I, I just – I don't know. I'm a bit baffled. The refs just seem bad. You know, that's that's one of the most aggravating calls that I've heard since the uh, the Bears-Steelers game last year when the referee backed into the player and threw a flag <laughs> and then was like, you know, he made contact with an official and it was unnecessary, blah, blah, and ultimately cost the Bears a little bit. So um, pretty aggravating there. Cassius Marsh. Um, was the was the player, and I think he didn't play the rest of the season, honestly. No, um, but yeah, no, the it's been bad. We've talked about it before. The referees should never put themselves in the position to change the game um, because it's not about them. It's it's not about them. It's about the players, and they're just there to kind of mediate. And it's not one side or another. Um, it's not helping the the conspiracy of the NFL is scripted. There's plenty of evidence for it. I'm just saying um, it's it's not not good. It's not looking good for it. Um, so hopefully we see a change, but in all honesty, I doubt it. Like it really does <laughs> suck. I've been experiencing it a lot. I mean, just watch literally any Bears Packers game ever um, and and you'll figure it out. Um, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and complain about every call, but it's, it's, it is getting a little ridiculous. Um, 
the, the yeah. NFL needs to figure it out this offseason, I think. Um, you know, not necessarily like make people lose their jobs, but I'm talking some kind of penalty about it. Um, because they can't just issue an apology and move on. That shouldn't be it. Because the yeah, thing I is, agree. is if a player makes one small mistake, that's a fine. And and so it's like, you know, these are the players that drive your league. These are the players that, you know, make you the money that you're making. And these officials can kind of put these players at risk if they don't make the right calls. And it's happened before. Um, you look at this Bears-Eagles game, you see Nadamaking Sue uh, land on Justin Fields' head. No flag was thrown. Um, hashtag dirty birds. Hashtag trash pig- pigeons. Uh, anyways, so um, if you didn't know, which you probably didn't, I, I called them that all game. Um, but yeah, it's no, it's birdies. aggravating. The dirty birdies. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's pretty aggravating. And, it's, and I mean, Justin Fields is starting to be an advocate for it. Um, you know, he said that in, an, in a press conference, which I applaud him for. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's something that it's it's getting pretty ridiculous. And especially on young quarterbacks, too. You, Absolutely, you acknowledge that? Yeah. Um, you, I mean, people have to acknowledge the fact that these young quarterbacks are the, the future of your league. And if they're put at risk like Tua was earlier. And I'm not saying that there wasn't a flag called mm-hmm. on that, but I'm just saying there have been missed calls like that that put them at risk. You're you're hurting the game and even potential avenues of revenue. Like it's just it's it, hurting. I'm right. And, and again, I hate to bring it up. I know we touched on it last week, but mm-hmm. again, you see these calls like Jalen Phillips sack on Justin Herbert just a week ago. Yeah, and then. And then you see what the, I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. I could tell you that wasn't okay. And you see yeah. what the uh, Nagam Sue does to Justin Fields. If people who don't know, he just, he came in very, very late, probably two or three steps late on Justin and Fields right and just laid it right on his neck and back. And you don't call that, but then call stuff like the Jalen Phil. It just doesn't make any sense. And the thing is, too, I mean, it's that gets them hurt. That really does. Mm-hmm. And, they're lucky to stand up and get out of it. But I'm just saying, I mean, you get a big guy like that and it's nothing out of the ordinary for Sue, you know, it as any other fan does. I'm not saying I'm not calling you out. I'm saying the fact is if any fan can acknowledge the fact that Sue has a dangerous persona about him, the referee should almost be on the lookout as if, Hey, he might be able to do a little something to these young quarterbacks. We got to keep an eye on a little bit. You know, he's a repeat offender. They've called a couple flags on him before. There's a chance he goes at it again. He did, and he got away with it. I mean, it's not out of the ordinary, whatever. They're not going to call everything, but they got to take a closer look at these and correct it and punish these referees to a certain extent if it doesn't happen. So yeah. that's what I'm hoping happens, but I don't know. Is that is that the last overreaction we have? Yep, yep. Just when you thought it was safe to play the underdog, we put you on upset alert. All right, so for upset alert, um, I do have a couple games here. Um, I have five back to my normal. So do five. I. Would you look Hopefully, at that? Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and list all of mine mm-hmm. with a short little synopsis on why. I'll let you know too if yeah. I agree with you. So, Jags and Jets. Um, the Jags have been on fire a little bit, and the Jets uh, on a slow decline just a little bit, and they're a little bit injury knocked up. So we'll see how that one goes. Bengals and Patriots, um, Bill Belichick, and yep. that that pass rush and uh, run D is going to be deadly. Uh, Bills and Bears, I mean, it's going to be super cold, 
and the the Bears put up a pretty good fight against the Eagles. I'm not saying they'll win, but I mean, obviously the safe pick is going to be the Bills. But what if. I will say is the, <laughs> I mean, there's a chance at anything. Yeah. Um, Packers and Dolphins. Um, I mean, this is a game in Miami. The Packers are starting to regain full health. Um, Aaron Rodgers likes to run the table late in the season when he's in these situations, and we could see him run it in Miami. Um, and then last but not least, Chargers and Colts, Nick Foles. That's all I got to say. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> that's no I, I mean, I'm, I'm lit. That's why I put that on there. I'm mm-hmm. right there with you. It's, Nick Foles can do what Nick Foles wants to do. Yeah. Um, no, in, in terms of Bears, Bills, though, um, I'm sure if you live in our area, you guys are well aware. It's supposed to be very, very cold this weekend. It's supposed to get like eight inches of snow at Soldier Field, like wind chills of like negative degrees. Uh, I was but if kind any... of considering going to this game. Like legitimate, I got the day off on Saturday. Might go to this game. <laughs> if, my, my thing is, is if any team knows how to play in the cold outside of the Bears, it's the Bills. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but no, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I have, I have the, the Chargers and Colts. Um, I have the um, Bengals and Patriots. The other three I have are the Chiefs and Seahawks. Uh, like you said, the Seahawks have been on this downward slope. Um, I just think there might be a little bit of a chance that the Seahawks can bounce back and you know play to how they were looking earlier in the season. Um, Texans versus Titans. I've been saying it all year. We've seen it before. We saw it um, against the Eagles. We saw it against the Cowboys. We saw it against the Chiefs. Uh, they just play teams very, very hard. I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, again, good teams find ways to win close games. Texans just aren't there quite yet. (laughs) I like that. Anyways. Um, But the Texans just aren't quite there yet. Um, But I just think maybe there's a shot that they, that they play the Titans well enough and squeak out a victory. And honestly, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm rooting for the Texans to win. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, they almost pulled it off against the chiefs. Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. I was Um, getting my hopes up. (laughs) <laughs> and then the last one I have for you guys is the Vikings over the Giants. Um, just because the Vikings are coming off this high and they're just very, very excited. Um, and sometimes that can be a little bit dangerous, especially um, when you overlook an opponent or two. I know a thing or two about that this past weekend. So, but yeah, those are, those are mine for you guys. All right. So moving on, we got our next segment. You think you know football? Well, prove it. This is Pigskin Pick'em. We had a really good week. You yes. went 13-3, and three, my friend. And I was right there behind you at 12-4. and four, Which brings our overall records, if I did my math right. 138-84-2 for me. 132-87-2 for you. 87-2, wow, okay. So, I am. You said one thirty-two for me. Oh wait a second! No, I did that wrong. I did that really wrong. Hold on a second. Yeah. So you went thirteen and three. So you're at. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm bad at math, everybody. Um, <laughs> let me double check this really quick. Pulls out the calculator. Um. All right. Let's see. Um. <laughs> no, but I I will say as as I'm filibustering for you here, um, 
closer than we think. I mean, we're neck and neck, and we have done very, very, we have done very, very well this season. I mean, I, I am pro. I, I said going into the season, I just want to go above five hundred, and I'm just saying, me and you have like the three seed records right now, and that's good because Vegas and these experts, some of them aren't even getting in the playoffs here. Okay, me and you are three seeds right here. We're neck and neck. We're doing very good. Like, I think we're darn near, like, we, we've gotten, like, there's a 50-game difference between how we're looking, like, in the win column versus the loss column. And I, um, I'm just saying, I think we're doing better than what either of us expected. So, hopefully next year and in the playoffs, our records can be even better. And, and hopefully I can figure this out by next episode, which I will. So let me just say this. Uh, ben went 13-3. and three. I went 12-4. and four. Um, Solid week for both of us. I'll have the overall records corrected up to date with after this week, um, <laughs> including this. Um, I'm not going to do it on the spot. We need to use this time. We'll tweet it out. We'll tweet it out, yeah. So uh, Saturday at noon, Jags at Jets. Uh, Jags. Um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't I, – I expected to have a third guest on here today. Yeah, and that'll be next week for you guys. Stay tuned. So I do not have record predictions. Um, so we'll say the Jags 27 to the Jets 17. Falcons at Ravens. Oh, what about you for Jags and Jets? Oh, sorry. Jaguars 34-21. <laughs> um, Ritter looked fun. I don't know what happened in that last play of the game, but Ritter was fun to watch. Um, the Ravens are just a better team. Yeah. I'm going to go with them, but I think it's going to be closer to what people think. Uh, we're going to have Ravens win 24 to the Falcons 21. I have literally the same exact one. Uh, Lions versus Panthers. Oh, Lions by a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think this is a game of the week potential, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I'm still picking the Lions, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have the Lions win 31-17. Um, 31-17. All right. Um, I am going to go with the Lions, and I'm going to say um, 20 – no, 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 no. 38 to the Panthers, 24. Lions are going to go off. The Panthers defense, I'm not – too iffy on, uh, or I'm um, too iffy on. Uh, Seahawks at Chiefs. This, I think, uh, for me, is the game of the week. Um, I think if you guys are looking for like the high potent offense, this is a game you want to watch. Uh, again, all these are Saturday at noon, so there's gonna be a lot of games for people to pick from. I'm probably gonna be watching this game. Um, we're gonna have the Chiefs barely squeak one out, and we're gonna say we're gonna say 42 to 38. Ooh, high scoring. Yeah. I'm saying 26 to 13 Chiefs. Oh, wow. Um, Saints versus Saints at Browns, which, by the way, I, I was looking at tickets for this, right? Just because why not? Like, it was in our local area for some reason. Like, it was it was on SeatGeek. Um, I want to say this just because I found it was interesting. Um, the, what do you think it would cost to get into this game? $25. $11 gets you in the door. 11 It's going to be cold um, as 
heck outside, but yes. Do you remember you remember where I said I sat for the uh the Bears game, the the Bears Packers? Yep. yep, yep. You could sit in pretty much that same section for $32. Wow. $32. That's it. Saints and Browns, $32 gets you right up there close to the field. It's unbelievable. Hey, Matt, you should go to that game, buddy. Um, (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, We'll have the Browns win this one. Again, we're just really rooting for the Saints downfall here. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we'll we'll have the Browns win this one. Um, I think this is going to be a snooze fest. Um, Deshaun just says not look like the quarterback everyone would have hoped. Um, 24 to 13. I'm going with the Saints on this one. Our first disagreement on this, 24 to 20, because Brown's going to Brown. Um, Texans versus Titans. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. We're going to have the Texans win this one. 24 to 17. I am going to have the Titans win this, and it's because Damian Pierce is going to be out, um, mm. and Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. Um, we're going to go 24. 20- Three to I'm gonna say twenty, just because Ryan Tannehill might be done for the year as well. So Malik Willis season maybe. Um, Bengals versus Patriots. Bengals and for some reason again I don't have these score predictions here, but that's this score just screams it just it stuck out to me. Uh, Bengals thirty one to seventeen. I like it. I'm going Bengals as well, and I'm gonna say. 34 to the Patriots 13 because Patriots suck. Sorry, Bill. Giants versus Vikings. Yeah, as much as I want to put my money on my mouth, is I just can't do it here. Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna have the Vikings win this one. Um 31 to 26. All right, and then I'm going to have the Vikings as well. I'm going to say 24 to 20. Bills versus Bears. Um, this I one's hard not, for me to pick. Like, I, hate I know who's going to win, but score, yeah. score prediction-wise. See, um, I, I'm not there with you. I'm sorry. Uh, I hate doing this to you guys, but I, I do it every few weeks. We're going to do it here. We're going to say the Bills by 99 and the Bears to zero just because the score doesn't matter here. <laughs> I'm going to say Bills 34-23. Oh, wow. Um, now, this is our Saturday slate as well. Um, mm-hmm. That's Saturday at noon. Saturday at 3.05 is going to be the Commanders and 49ers. Um, ben? Um, this one was a bit harder for me to like give a score prediction than what I would have thought. Um, we are, at the end of the day, going to have the Niners win. Um, I didn't have this on Upset Alert, but... It's a game to just look out for. Um, but we're going to have the Niners win 27-24. Um, ah, man. I don't know why. Screw it. That's I'm what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say something in me, man. I'm going to say Commanders 23 to the 49ers 20. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I yeah. love Brock Birdie. I'm right there with you. Some something in me is like the commanders might win this. And it's I think it's because of injury, honestly. Um, and Chase Young. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Um, Eagles and Cowboys. 
Yeah, um, I, I don't think Jalen's going to play in this game, which is a darn shame. But we get to see Minju Mania. Uh, that being said, I, I do think the Cowboys are going to win this one. I'm gonna. Sh- it's probably going to be closer than what, what it should be. Um, we're going to have the Cowboys win uh, 27 to 20. I don't want to do 27, 24. I've said that score so many times. Um, we'll say 24 to 21. All right. I'm going with the Eagles, and I think Minshew's going to prove that it's not going to be that hard playing quarterback in this system with this amount of help. That's right. I said it. That's okay. Um, Eagles, and I'm going to say it's it's also going to be a low-scoring affair, 23 to 20. Um, Raiders versus Steelers. Saturday uh, night is, at 7-15. Yep. Um, both of these teams. Um, I don't. I probably won't even watch this game, even though it's the only game on the slate. I just don't think it's worth watching at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna have the Raiders win. I think this is gonna be a stink fest. We'll go 17 to 13. Um, I'm also going Raiders and um, I'm going with 24 to 13. Packers at Dolphins Sunday at noon. Um, thank you. Oh, I know, I know you put this on the list. Um, I just can't quite get there. I know the Dolphins, uh, what is this? I think this is three straight losses for them or something. I I think they're going to pick it back up here. And again, this will be in Miami. Um, And for that reason, we're going to go with the Dolphins 31 to 21. All right. I'm going 27, 26 Dolphins Broncos at Rams. Um, This is a win-win situation for me. Honestly. Yeah. This is also just a a stink fest. This this game is also not going to be very fun to watch. Um, We'll go to score that um, it ended up with in this past game that the Rams played. We'll go with 21 to 12. I don't know how it got to 21 to 12, but that's how it ended, and that's what we're going to go with. Who are you going with? Broncos, Rams? Yeah, the Broncos, yep. I'm going with Broncos 17 to 10. Buccaneers at Cardinals. If, if even if this was Colt McCoy playing, I probably would have picked the Cardinals to win, but it's not. It's Tracy McSorley. It's Tracy yeah. McSorley, who's a, their third-string quarterback. Um, yeah, so for that reason, that offense is is not going to go anywhere. Or we're going to say the Bucs are going to win this one. Um, but again, you know, twenty-one to thirteen. I don't think it's going to. I don't think the Bucs are going to win because they played good. Just the Cardinals played worse. So yeah, Bucs twenty-one thirteen. Monday night, Chargers at Colts. Oh, what did you have for that game, by the way? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Buccaneers 27-10. Yep. We're agreeing uh, a lot on this one, I will say. I know. I know. Which brings me to Monday night, which I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm considering picking the Colts. I, I would want to so bad, but I'm not yeah. going to. We know what the Chargers, and the Chargers are, we talked about it with the Lions. The Chargers is just one of those teams that I – just if I am one of those top seeds, I just do not want to play them. Um, we're going to have the Chargers win this one uh, pretty handedly as well. As much as I want Nick Foles to come in, um, I just don't think it's going to work. Uh, yeah, we're going to have the Chargers win uh, 31 to 13. I'm right there with you, except I have 31 to 17. So altogether, after our predictions, we disagreed on one, two, three games so it all comes down to that so but 
Pro football isn't the only game in town. Let's take a stroll to Ben's College Corner. All right, so moving on to Ben's College Corner. Um, not a lot of action this week except for transfers. And um, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, I like you said, the transfer portal is. We have a, is, we have a local been... signing. You know that? Mr. Drake Bowen. Oh, yeah. The linebacker, like, the nation's best linebacker, according to, you know, the award that he was given, um, signed with Notre Dame officially. Um, he was committed to Notre Dame for quite a while. Um, I want to say for the last two years, he's been committed to Notre Dame. He went to Andrean High School and finished um, as a linebacker and a running back. And he will also play baseball there. Um, something to keep track of. And he's pretty decent on the baseball field as well. So. Um, just keep an eye out for that. And then, I don't know, I've, I've read that Notre Dame had a very good signing today. What do you have to say about that? No, I, I mean, again, Drake, Drake Bowen is, I, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to tear it up. Um, the dude plays are really good at the linebacker position, but he's also one heck of a pass rusher as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he's just going to do awesome things, especially in Freeman's defense. I, th- I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Uh, like you said, today was National Signing Day, so we saw a lot of dudes sign. Um, the transfer portal has been active. People are changing teams every which way. Um, Travis Hunter, who was the number one player in last year's class, um, went to uh, Jackson State with Dion, and then Dion left. He entered the transfer portal, and sure enough, Travis Hunter followed him today and has gone to Colorado with Dion. Um, it's a conversation Matt touched on a little bit. Uh, this 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 Colorado team is going to be fun. They have not this as as a program. Colorado um, has not been very good, um, but Dion just knows how to recruit. He really is getting mm-hmm. some top talent in there. Um, you mentioned Notre Dame. One of their top running back commits um, ended up decommitting from them. Flipped to Colorado State, um, and he's bringing a lot of his guys from Jackson State. Those who don't know, they're they've been a, a powerhouse in, in their conference. Uh, I think they only lost one game this season, so they have good players. Again, Travis Hunter's coming over. Um, Dion Son, who plays quarterback, um, I think was the third ranked quarterback in the portal, um, is coming over and following him. It's it's this Colorado team is going to be a lot of fun, um, and there are actually some some fun games for us to watch now. Um, next week is when stuff gets really fun. Uh, a week from tomorrow, um, I think it's the 29th, is when we see bowl season really start to pick up. Um, but we're getting some of that earlier this week. Um, yeah, uh, Birmingham Bowl is on Tuesday. That's Coastal Carolina versus Eastern Carolina. Um, Coastal Carolina has been a very fun team to watch. Um, it's a shame. Well, not a shame. It's good for their quarterback, Uh Grayson um, McCaw, I love him. Um, and about time he transferred, but he's transferring. But it's still going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, guarantee Rate Bowl is also on Tuesday. Um, this is when we start seeing these Power 5 teams play. That's Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. And then the last one um, on Wednesday, which is definitely going to be a game I'm going to watch, and I think it's going to be a game that piques your interest too, Ryan, is the Holiday Bowl. Um, and again, that's on Wednesday, and that's Oregon versus US uh, UNC. Um, it's gonna be a battle of two really, really fun quarterbacks. Um, and then in other news, I can't believe I uh, didn't touch on it. Uh, Oregon's quarterback Bo Nix is actually returning to Oregon. 
uh, which will be real fun to see uh, Bo Nix and Drake Mays play each other. So, Yeah, should be good. Yes, and then, uh, like I said, next week is when we start to see um, – or Thursday, next Thursday is when we start to see these games really pick up. And, uh, like, off the top of my head, I think um, Texas and Washington play next Thursday. And, but we'll get to it next episode. But just be on the lookout. Bowl season is um, among us now. Um, I originally had a linebacker here for my prospect breakdown. Um, but we're going to save him for next week. Um, I realized I haven't done a lot of safeties in this segment. The only one that I have done was um, JL Skinner, I think. So I brought to you guys um, the number one safety, at least in my opinion, in this class, um, Brian Branch, the safety out of Bama. He is six foot, um, 193 pounds. I think he has four pass breakups and an interception on the season. Um, last season, he led the team in pass breakups. Um, I think he had nine. Um mm. Yeah. That being said, though, this dude is versatile. I mean, he's the definition of a versatile DB. Uh, he can fit in any system. He can play free safety, strong safety, uh, nickel or slot, whatever you want to call it. Um, and even at times in Alabama, we saw him play as a sub-package linebacker. Um, you don't see that often, but um, people call it the um, joker or star role. Um, it just depends on on the defense. But, yeah, um, in some packages, you can see him – playing this athletic linebacker position. Um, but he's very instinctive. And, and with that, um, when he pulls the trigger and he decides to listen to his instincts, he's very quick. Um, I don't know how fast his 40 will be. Um, his long speed um, isn't something that pops off the screen, but his acceleration is there and does pop off the screen. Uh, that being said, um, he also has a high motor. We very, very rarely see a dude play at 100% as much as this dude does. Um, the dude we'll get to next week does not have a high motor, but that's besides the point. Um, and then um, he also, for being six foot and 193 pounds, obviously that's not um, it's not short, but it's not popping off the page like, wow, this dude is, is big and physical. Um, but he plays very physical for his size. Um, yep. You don't see dudes at – Six foot, 193 pounds. Usually play as physical as uh, he does. Um, the only the only thing that really stands off the table for me when it comes to cons um, is he, he's a bit slow when it when it's man to man coverage, um, and that can hurt him if he doesn't have someone um, in the back end for him. Uh, so for that reason, on um, pass heavy downs, on like a third and long, or you know, let's say you know a third and ten. I probably want him back at free safety because, as I said, he's very, very instinctive. Um, so if he can see the field, he can, like I said, pull that trigger and go up and get the dude. Um, but on, on these pass, um, on these pass heavier f- favored downs, probably don't want him in a man-to-man strictly. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, he has the instincts there, and again, he's fast. But uh, just some something in him when he's playing man-to-man slows him down a little bit. Uh, but like I said, again, I, I think he's um, the best safety in this class. Uh, some would argue it's uh, Texas A&M's safety, um, Antonio Johnson. Uh, but we'll get to him um, in two weeks from now. Uh, but but he's, a, he's a fun watch. And like I said, any team that can uh, get him really is getting a, a DB who can play everywhere. So And that's a cool thing about these uh, safeties, these two top safeties in this class. 
So it'll be fun and uh, any team can use. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. So um, you ready to move on to our next one? Oh, yeah. It's time for America's favorite game, Weddle. All right. So um, you're up 15 to 9. Fine. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I don't know, buddy. I, <sighs> we'll see. I, I got to pull it up. Um, yeah, no. This is uh, – let's see. Let, let's just take a look. So – I haven't played since we've played last. I'll be honest. Neither have I. Um, as much as I want to seem like I'm prepared, I'm really not. Uh, but I'm hoping to get over the double-digit mark by next week. So we'll see. Um, maybe I can get an early Christmas gift with a W here. Who knows? Ben, would you like to go first? Um. Yeah, why not? You know where I'm going with this one. So, uh... AJ Brown? Yes, AJ Brown. So it's a wide receiver in the NFC? Taller than Just older than 25. Why do I want to say DK? Okay. All right. So it's 6'4". Um, in the NFC North or South, um, I thought DK was just slightly older. But... Oh, no, uh, they were... They played, in, oh, yeah. What? What did you say? No, they, those two guys played in college. They were very fun to watch. They came out in the same class. So... Oh, and, and real quick though, how did how did Old Miss not have the best passing offense in the all of college football? When you have AJ Brown and DK Metcalf on it, those are two outside wide receivers. So I don't know. Anyways, um, so north or south? North is your division. Mm-hmm. South is 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 Matt's division. Real quick in my head, there's only one dude who pops off the page when I'm thinking about your division. I think he's too old. So we're going to go to the south, and no one is really popping off the page for me here. Um, well, we'll go with the dude in the NFC North that I was thinking of. I don't think it's him. I think he's too old, uh, but give me Alan Lazard. I don't think he's 6'4". Yeah, so he is in the NFC North. He's six five. Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, I know who it is. Equinemia St. Brown. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I thought for sure it was Nikhil Harry. Wow. You want to give it a shot? Oh, no, no, it's it not a bear. It can't be Nikhil Harry. It can't, yeah, it can't be Nikhil So Harry. it's a lion or a Viking. It's a lion, I think. Um, because they have it's like KG Osborne, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen there for the Vikings. So on the outside, oh, I know who it is. It's a kid from Nebraska. It's gonna drive me crazy. Uh, it's not. Um, I don't think this is who it is. It's definitely not. But go DJ Jarg. DJ Jarg. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't realize he was six four. Great job. All right. So let's go ahead and move forward. You want first? Um, no, I want second. I'm going to switch it up and go. Imagine it was Justin Fields. It was Gibson. Okay. All right. So NFC, NFC. Line, not a linebacker, but in the yeah defense, a little bit shorter than 6'4". Safety or corner, NFC. Uh, 
a young player in the NFC who plays safety corner. I could go darn near anywhere with this one. Who's just older, 25. Um, but he's probably 22. He's probably six foot two. Um, dang. I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, we'll just we'll, we'll try to see if it's a safety. Um, I know this is not even close to being correct, uh, but uh, give me um, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Mm, how do you how do you pronounce? Just type in uh, Gardner. Oh yeah. Uh, CJ, yeah. Let's see. Yes. Oh, okay. It's the NFC. So, yes, that's actually yes. Um, it's five elevens. Oh, he very well could be an edge. That height. Hmm. He, he very well could be an edge. That height. It's either an edge or. It's not. Oh. Okay, so it's Washington. All right, Washington. Which makes me think that he is a, is a six foot monster in Washington. His name is Jonathan Allen, six foot three monster. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Bam! <laughs> wow. Four four piece snipe there. You are sixteen and nine, buddy. I I, I don't know um, why I knew he was six three. I have no clue why I knew he was six three. Um, but I I saw six three and I thought of Washington for some reason. He was the, I don't I, I, I catch a break. I have no clue why <laughs> I knew he was six three, but it was very obvious. What What's the name of the segment? Oh, you're not. Talking about Ryan and Ben? Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I've got it. It's time for Gridiron Goofs. All right. All right. All right. It's time to win a draft. If I can't win Weddle, I win drafts. That's what I'd win. And you... Time to lean back. Did you, did you have the first pick last time? Did you pick hot dogs first last time? Hold on. Wait a minute. <sighs> There's no way you picked hot dogs first. I picked hot dogs first. Uh, this is so. I don't know. You can have, you can have it. Well, no, I want to get this right. Okay, so. Okay, you, me, you, so you you get it this time. You get it. Oh wait, wait, no, I get it this time because you have it on even numbers. Did I pick I hot dogs on. first? Yeah. Weird. Weird. Uh, do you even eat hot dogs that much? No, I don't. I don't eat hot dogs. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a big hot dog fan. Maybe you just did it just to win the draft. I don't know. Best Christmas gifts. This, this, um, is this doesn't have to be like. A, this isn't specifically like you know Ryan and Ben. This is just like if you're a kid, you know, e- e- even adult. Like it can be any any age range. You know, just the best gift. It doesn't have to be specifically me or you. So I'm going with. Um, let's see. Wait, hold on. A I have a clear one. I have, I've never gotten this thing for Christmas, but I have a clear, like, I, I know what a number one pick is for me. I'm going to say a new gaming console. It's a solid pick. It's a solid pick. That was second on my big board, man. In my head, big board. Um, the, the clear pick to me is a pet. A pet, yeah. A pet. That's good. Oh, yeah. Like, like a, a dog on Christmas or something. Like a puppy. Imagine just coming downstairs and there's just, just like a pen, a pen, a little pen. 
Wait, you went you went muted. I don't know why. Uh, imagine you said a little, pet, a little. Yeah, a pet. Now imagine little Ryan's face. Walked downstairs on Christmas, and there's just a, a dog. And a dog peed on all of the presents. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I see where you're at though. Um, I'm gonna go with one that I got a couple of years ago, and I'm gonna say mm-hmm. a new phone. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, Very I, materialistic. I you know, you're going sentimental. But anyways. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it up there. I guess this, this is a, a bit of both. Um, This is what I'm getting for Christmas. I don't know where it is yet, which is fun. That's a surprise. Um, But a vacation. Christmas vacation. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see. Cool. So... For me, my next pick. What can I do? I'm trying to think of when I was a little kid, which one stood out to me the most. The one that stands out to me to out to me the most. Um, I don't, I don't know how often my parents listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that stands out to me the most was when I got my Nintendo Wii for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yes, because the way that they went about it, they got the console, right? But they also got a box and they filled it to the rim with games. So I had like literally a ton of games that I could go play. And not only that, but we had Guitar Hero. And that was awesome. Peak stuff. Um, I, oh man. A lot of people hate getting this. But I really I know have started to appreciate absolutely. this. Absolutely. And I'm gonna go with clothes. Exactly. Yes. That's where I was, that's where I was going with. As a kid, I hated them. I opened I hated it up it. and I'm like, clothes. And now I'm like, I, I new underwear. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> new Come socks. On yeah. Oh my god. You know, you don't yeah. know how you know how many socks I have that like have holes in the butt. I could always use <laughs> new pairs Dude, of like a new like, pair of fuzzy socks. socks? Like, like those wool socks that I had, you remember? Yes. Mm. Or or you open up the package and you see the little swoosh sign. It's a nice Mm. pair of Nike socks. It's yes. So good. I can get behind this. Uh, this is this is a gift that I've never gotten as a Christmas present, but it's a gift I've gotten as a birthday present. So I've enjoyed it. And I don't know how it made to pick. I don't know how I don't know how it made to pick three, especially knowing that we're a football podcast. Mm. Um a, a tickets, sports tickets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got them last year. We didn't go, unfortunately, um, because it got postponed. We had Blackhawks tickets. Um, I would love to go, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. it didn't come into fruition. So hopefully soon. Yes. Good pick. Um, oh, man. What I, I want to go with clothes. That was here? tough. You really. I know where I'm going. Um, you could technically throw this in with clothes uh, because mm-hmm. it completes an outfit and it's new shoes. Yeah, that's where I got I like Caitlin that. new shoes. Um, and I can say that now because we already went through Christmas and everything and her reaction was priceless. Um, I got it on <laughs> camera and everything. It was great. So mm-hmm. as a, uh, as a college student, this is where I'm, this is where I'm going. Um th- no, we're not going to do that. We're going to, uh, this is a cop-out answer, but it's something that we get. It's it's a gift. It's a cop-out answer, but it's a gift. It, the, the card filled with money. 
Mm. Yeah. It's a good gift. Oh, the steal of the draft fell to the last round. And I just I hope thought you're of it. Going where, where, I'm, where, I'm, where I'm thinking here, but. What's the greatest gift that you can get when you just turn 16? A car. A brand spanking new car with a big bow on it. A car. A new car. You the, take it for a spin, reason... but you can't drive it too fast because there's snow on the road and you live in <laughs> northwest Indiana and it sucks because a blizzard's coming through. Yeah, no. yeah. A new car. I mean, that's that's cool. I've never gotten it. I've gotten it for uh, my birthday. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's what uh yeah, the only reason the only reason I didn't go there is because I, I've never personally got it and I and I don't know if I even know someone who has gotten it. That's the only reason I didn't go there, but it's, it's a very good pick at five. Very good pick of five. Um, this is where it gets tough. I uh, I pick four. I really wanted to go with uh, with gift cards. I ended up with money. I didn't go with gift cards, but like like a good a good gift card to like your favorite place to eat. You can never go wrong with that. That's that's why I, I was going here. It's uh it's definitely on my Christmas list this year. Um, yes, just because I. So I eat out a lot because mm-hmm. of work and everything. So like when I go out to lunch and stuff, I you know. Um, so yeah, gift cards are huge, especially I, for that. I got one in the mail for Chipotle today, and I used it, and it was awesome. Yes. I again, as a college student, it's so nice because as someone who who cooks all the time, mm-hmm. it's so nice to like go out and eat and not have to pay for it. I mean, obviously you're paying for it, but like not having to use like real money for it. It's uh. It's a it's a nice feeling. I got I got a Canes gift card for my birthday. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was beautiful. Great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know any any closing comments. I know Christmas season's coming up. So yeah, I just you know again, every, everyone stay safe with the with the cold weather. Pretty much everywhere in, in in the Midwest, everywhere in the northern Midwest, um, is under like severe winter advisory and blizzard warning. So just. Be safe, drive safe, um, and you know, I wish I wish all of our listeners a merry Christmas. Oh my gosh, yes! Spend as much time with family as mm-hmm. you possibly can, um, because it's something that. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it's something that a lot of people take for granted. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, you never know when something's gonna spike up and. Um, you know, it, it means a lot to a lot of different people. Um, so definitely spend that time with them while you still can. Um, because you know, it's, it really is cherishable. Um, plus, I mean, be thankful for everything that you get, no matter if you Mm -hmm. don't, there's a lot of kids that listen, um, to, to these types of podcasts that may get this message. And I want to make it clear. You will ruin the entire thing if you pout about the things that you don't get instead of make it up to what you do have. Mm-hmm. Um, so make the most out of that because that's what matters. Um, and don't but- pick at your gifts either. Hmm? <laughs> I said, don't pick at your gifts. I dad always ruined Christmas. Parents know based off your reaction. You know, your parents yeah. work hard to get you to get you gifts and to yeah. surprise you with them. So don't don't peek at your gifts and like Ryan said, appreciate them. And not only that, but enjoy giving more than you yes. do getting. Oh, that's the biggest part. 
that I can, you know, biggest amount of advice. I'm getting really, really impatient holding mine. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, my mom came by the house earlier, um, like right after work, which is part of why we had to postpone it a little late um, with my sisters and everything. And with the big winter storm coming up, I didn't know if I was going to be able to see them on Saturday like I planned. Um, so I decided, A, I'm going to give you all your gifts early. Um, my mom got a Travis Gibson Jersey because she was with me when I met him for the first time and she loves that guy to death. Um, <laughs> so if it, in the off chance that he's listening, thank you so much, dude. I hope to have you on the show more than likely. It'll hopefully come to fruition later on when, you know, we get yes. a chance. It's, I know you're busy and everything, but thank you for talking to me and everything. Yeah. We'll make it happen. But stay tuned for guests that we have on next week. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun um, if we can make time for it. There's, I mean, who knows? We're spending time with family, and odds are, you know, who who knows what happens next week. So um, enjoy the podcast. We enjoy making it for you. Um, enjoy Christmas. Make the most of it. Um, love your families. They love you back. Love the gifts, everything that comes with Christmas. Um, we love more than importantly, stay safe. Um, that's the biggest thing. So stay smart, stay safe. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. And that's it for this week's episode of the pigskin project. Also special. Thank you to overtime sports network, regional radio sports network, um, uppercuts, uppercut grooming. Wait, hold on a second. Not grooming. What is it? Uh, trying to think of it. I'm going there tomorrow. Um, uppercut. You know, uppercuts, if you if you listen, you know, whatever. <laughs> I that. It's fine. Um, yeah, no. So, well, thank you to everybody for promoting our podcast. Uh, we really do appreciate <laughs> it. Um, if you if you laughed at that part, just leave a review. That, that, that'd be cool. Other than that, enjoy Christmas. Have a great rest of your week. And that's it for this week's Pigs in Project.